Choose your discomfort. Guarantee you, if you go for success, if you choose success, if you choose to step out of your comfort zone and into your courage zone, and you allocate the pain of your inner struggles there, I promise you, you will get there as fast as possible. Once again, faster than you think. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. In episode 91 of TDLS, Alex Pedron drops by on the podcast. Alex is the president of the iInfluence Institute, co-host of Stories After Swipe Right podcast, and co-founder of NYC Manila Speaker Summit. Alex is also a bootstrap startup veteran with a healthy dissatisfaction with the status quo. He is renowned for his maverick methods in business development, sales, and motivating others. Alex has established himself as an esteemed entrepreneur in Metro Manila, Philippines that aims to usher in his expertise to the global stage. In this amazing episode, we talk about his stimulating ground-up story, how he was able to jump shift from having a 9-to-5 job to starting his entrepreneurial journey, the importance of having a great habit and ritual in place to manage sudden changes, how an excruciating moment changed the way he approached life and entrepreneurship, and how he was able to bounce back from adversity, the number one mistake that a ton of creatives and entrepreneurs tend to overlook, why extraversion is a learnable skills, why entrepreneurship is not for everyone, and how connecting with the right people can help you build your business and how to build your brand while being capital efficient and much, much more. So to tell you guys, this is really an amazing episode with Alex. So there's a lot of value bomb here, uh, his journey, how he was able to build his uh, momentum, right, and to build his creative confidence. And uh, those energy really reflects on this episode. And uh, after this episode, believe me or not, I was drained. <laughs> My creative energy was drained because of Alex. You know, it's it's an amazing experience to really have Alex on the podcast. So make sure to uh, make yourself comfortable while listening this and you know make sure to keep your ears filled until the end and you know the drill right so if you haven't already make sure to subscribe on any of your favorite podcasting app the podcast is now available on amazon music through audible apple podcast google podcast uh, spotify soundcloud and you can also check all the amazing episode at the design show.com and please don't forget to leave a review, a honest feedback on Apple Podcasts. So in that way, you are helping me to reach more people. So I don't want to waste your time anymore. So without further ado, let's go to this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the, another episode of the Design Live Show. And uh, I'm super excited, right? So, and uh, my guest for for this episode is 
a Maverick Entrepreneur, a podcast host, and a keynote speaker. So I met him on one of the me- webinar in We Remote PH. We collaborated on that uh, specific webinar. So I'm really, really excited to have you, Alex, on the show. How are you, man? <laughs> hey, Jay Christ. Hey, everybody. I am doing well. Super excited for this episode. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for the warm welcome. I can't wait to have a conversation with you. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much, man, for dropping by on the podcast. And, for uh, sure. Uh, just, to give, you know, just to give context uh, in this episode, for those who haven't heard, uh, what are you doing, right? So can you give a little bit uh, about the background of Alex Pedron? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I guess I can start with the professional background, yeah? So mentioned earlier, <laughs> maverick entrepreneur, podcaster, and keynote speaker. So what do I mean by a maverick entrepreneur? What does a maverick mean for me? It means that I have a very healthy dissatisfaction with the status quo. You can consider me a rebel in the entrepreneurial arena. And what type of entrepreneurship am I into? Just like Jay Christ over here, I'm into bootstrapping businesses. I love bootstrapping businesses. More so than that, I am also a podcaster. I have a podcast called Stories uh-huh. After Swipe, right? And um, I co-host that with my fiance because we met on a dating app and we are both wow. talkers. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So we, we were like, why don't we start a podcast together? And we we're like, okay. And we're on our seventh episode now of season one on Spotify And one last thing that Jay mentioned about me is that I'm a keynote speaker. I'm very passionate about public speaking, motivating others, inspiring others. I make it my life's mission to use my voice to really uplift people. So yeah, that's pretty much about me professionally, man. Um, Personally, I love motorcycle touring. I love motorcycle touring. And martial arts, which made it um, difficult for me to get through 2020, bro, because like Uh you can't can't go outside, right? I can't be going out motorcycle touring and obviously I can't practice martial arts in a gym because it's closed. So there were a lot of things that I had to get used to on the start of this year. I, I think we've been on in the Philippines. We've been in lockdown since March 15. Is that right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. honestly, can I be honest with you, man? It's been pretty difficult to to be human. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine, man. Especially if you're really physically, you know, uh, inclined, or right? So you you do martial arts, right? So like what I've said. And uh, speaking of that, how you know how you how you manage those you know stressful days or times uh when you you know when the government shuts down all the gyms right all the all the you know the area especially area in the country right can you can you share share a little bit about that absolutely bro so i actually can consider myself as one of the lucky ones because one of the businesses that i own um it's called i influence institute or i3 for short it's a people Uh development solutions company and Mm -hmm. it specializes in stress management (laughs) it actually specializes in stress and adversity management so what i do pre-pandemic is i take on group classes corporate trainings one-on-one classes and i help people out with stress and adversity and 
one of the benefits in turn for me is I get to help myself out. Everything that I preach, I also practice. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. One of the things that, that I learned pre-pandemic that really was able to help me out post, or rather, not post, we're still independent, present pandemic, rather, right? So one of the things that I learned pre-pandemic was that, um, that I had really great habits and rituals in place, you know? Gotcha. So mm-hmm. who I was pre-pandemic, like I was all about self-improvement. I was all about, I was all about building my business. I was all about being passionate with what I do. I was able to carry that over during the pandemic. And that's what has really kept me going. That's what really helped me to adapt yeah. to these really life-changing times, man. <laughs> That's amazing, man. And actually, you know, your voice is really, really, you know, uh, I think the energy, it really reflects on how you talk about it, right? And how you manage the change, right? So I think that's inevitable, right? Change is inevitable. And especially in the innovation space, right? So and you mentioned as well that you have a, a can we consider it as a brick and mortar business, right? So is is that, uh, yeah, is that fair, right? So there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of things that happened and small businesses are bleeding, right? So, and actually it's, it's, true. it's really, you know, it's really amazing that you, uh, you still have the energy, right? So you still have the guts, the res- <laughs> yeah. resilience to really share your, you know, share all the learnings that you have right now. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm really, I'm really grateful for that, man. And yeah, you've mentioned, uh, right? So we've talked about mm-hmm. as well that uh, uh, offline, right? So before we pre-record this episode, right? So uh, we've, mm-hmm. uh, you've mentioned that you are an entrepreneur, right? So uh, yeah. okay, can you can you explain a little bit about that? And actually, most of my audience are creatives, right? So and are as they? you might awesome. know, right, creatives are really really introverted, and so am I before, right? So I'm not really this kind of guy who really talks a lot, right? And uh, I, I just it. do I my it, shit, yeah. right? I, I, I just do my own shit, right? And I, you know, I just, I, I don't share my ideas, right? I don't speak, I, I don't speak mm-hmm. a lot, right? So and. Uh, if you know, if you if going back to your journey as an entrepreneur, right? So what what's the uh, can you share a little bit the highlights of that? How you transition from you know from um uh from a change man or a a change sure. entrepreneur who really yeah. share his ideas to everyone and uh, give their give your energy to everyone, right? Absolutely, man. I think my I think I owe a lot of my energy and enthusiasm <laughs> to a lot of energy drinks and coffee. <laughs> so a lot of that uh, caffeine really helps me out with the energy. But I've one of my main unique value prop, unique value propositions as a speaker anyway is that I make sure to always bring that enthusiasm no matter what. And gotcha. this is no different. So I'm here to tell my story, but. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure where to start. It's been one hell of a journey. Uh, I guess I can start back in back in 2017 or yeah, right. 2000, 2016, 2017. That's when I decided to become a full-time entrepreneur. Before that, I was working in the business process outsourcing industry. So I was a mm-hmm. call center agent for quite some time. I think I think I was in a BPO for about four, four, four and a half years. And then after that, um, I started dabbling a little bit in, in business. And what I did was travel in tours. So 
before gotcha. <laughs> I actually became a speaker, a maverick entrepreneur, and all of that, I was into travel and tours, man. Would you believe it or not? Gotcha. I was into I was into mountain hiking. All yeah, right. <laughs> so I had I had this um I had this little startup traveling tours, uh-huh. and our niche was mountain hiking, but just nationally, all over the Philippines. So I I was able to make that as a full-time job for me, as a full-time gig for me, meaning to say I was a full-time travel uh-huh. outfit, you know? So, wow. yeah, mm-hmm. what, I, was, I was living the dream. And then the this pandemic bit, hits. So what, and then this happens, right? <laughs> Actually, it was way before that. Uh-huh. So I'm going right. to start from, all the way from the, from the ground zero here, man. I'm going to start all, all right, the all way right. from the beginning <laughs> for you here, if that's okay with you, man. So for back, sure, in, for sure, yeah. back, in, back in 2016, did a little bit of did a little bit of mountain hiking or or rather a lot of mountain hiking if you could visualize i was hiking at least 3 to 4 times a week so three times three times in a week it would be a day hike and then one time it would be an overnight hike did that for about 2 years straight man and mm-hmm. in that time i guess i have been able to i'm i'm not not entirely sure what the number is now, but last time I counted, I have probably hiked anywhere between 250 and or to 350 mountains, <laughs> including That's the ones amazing. that I have. Yeah, including the ones that I have um, hiked repeatedly or the hikes uh, that I've repeated. So yeah, yeah man, I, I really made it. I really What's made the level it. of these hikes? Intermediate, advanced? Um, well, in the Philippines, we have hikes ranging from level one to level nine. Level one being the easiest to hike, level nine being the most difficult. So you know, it would it would be it would be different. Annually, I would have like a level nine hike, and then um, a few times a week, I would have level one or level three. And it was amazing because I was like a one man army, bro. So I did all the social media, I did all the the marketing, the advertising, yeah. the sales, and all of that. Uh, meaning to say, I was I I and this was bootstrap as well. Uh-huh. So other than that, I also did all of the oculars to the new places that I wanted to bring to bring people to. My main mission that time was to bridge the gap between man and nature. So I just wanted to bring everyone to the mountains. I even hired the vans, the boats, if we needed to cross the sea or and get to an island or what. Also, um, what I did was I even guided them up and down the mountain it was crazy i did wow. all of that yeah and mm-hmm. and then so one day uh, this was a birthday hike it was uh april 2020 april 22 is my birthday this was back in 2000 2017 going going 2018 i believe so what happened mm-hmm. was we were in mount pinatubo you know where mount pinatubo is pampanga right pampanga, so yeah yeah, and there, there's actually one route that you could take all the way to, to get all the way to the crater, and you would take a four by four getting there. But if you were a mountaineer, there was another route, and it's called the Mountaineer's Way. It's a 50 kilometer traverse. <laughs> okay, and usually <laughs> mountaineers do that in. I guess three to five days would be a good itinerary to complete that hike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy, man. But That's we, yeah, but we and a small team, um, we decided to try and get that done in three days or less. All right, so we arrived right. at the jump off area. Day one, hike, hike, hike. Extremely hot. The view is wonderful, unforgettable. Beautiful sunrise, beautiful sunset. 
The following day, we were making our way all to the we were making our way to the crater, the crater summit. So if you take the four by four, you would end up at the at the crater lake at the bottom. But if you take gotcha. the mountaineers' way, you would end up at the top at the at the at the foot of the summit. So it was amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And as I was making my way to the summit, bro, um, the night before it rained. So the rocks, the trail, it was slippery. And the worst thing happened, man. I was I was hiking my way up to the summit and and I slipped. And if you could visualize this, man, I hit or I dropped my knee at a flat at a flat rock. And it was excruciating pain. It was yeah, devastating yeah. pain. Uh, I at the time I was not carrying enough dough to get a helicopter and rescue my ass out of there so it was was crazy man i I was stuck in that summit and and it it was painful so what happened was we had just reached the summit and the crater summit of mount pinatubo and that's like not even i suppose not even 70 percent of the hike i had 30 percent more of the hike so meaning to say i had to resist the excruciating pain from my it was my right knee that I banged up I had to resist the excruciating pain in my right right knee as I was walking my ass back to the jump <laughs> off area so that was the I could say right mm-hmm. now is the most excruciating moment of my life but also in hindsight the pinnacle moment of my life when it comes to entrepreneurship and I'll tell you all about that in a second so what happened was um, so we were on the way back home. Somehow I was able to make it, obviously, because I, w- I wouldn't be I wouldn't be talking to you right now if I didn't. But somehow I was able to make Thankfully, it. Thankfully, you're yeah, here. <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah. It's crazy. So I was on my way home. Got home, slept for like forty hours straight. Woke up, my knee, my right knee was swollen. Um, got it checked up, and then the following day, doctor doctor called me and and she was like hey alex and i'm paraphrasing this but she said something like hey alex if you hike another mountain you probably won't be able to walk again so that scared the shit out of me man i felt like i was superman you know i felt like i was invincible hiking times a week all right Mm -hmm. and that's when i realized that sometimes your body just can't catch up with your passion and I had to learn that the hard way man so what happened was i was shit scared i was able absolutely scared for for my life because not only was i afraid for for you know f- afraid for myself with the fact that i might not yeah. be able to walk in but mm-hmm. also i was i was a little bit scared for my career man i thought i was living yeah. the perfect life traveling four times a week around the philippines this is paid travel i i i get mm-hmm. people online to book me as their travel outfitter and I take them to the mountains. I was really, I felt like I was living my dream at the ripe age of, what, what was I, 25, 26, 27, around that, somewhere around that age. It, it was, I thought, I thought I had it made. And then, you know, to my surprise, it, it all came crashing down. So I fell into a deep, um, I guess it would, I would call it depression. I wouldn't, I, I, I obviously was not, you know, I, w- I wasn't sure if I was, di- I, I can't say that I, I was diagnosed with depression. But uh-huh. even now, as I try to describe it, I'm at a loss for words. But what I can really say is that it was dark those times, bro. It, it was really, it was really yeah. dark because I fell from living it up, conquering 
mountains, being on top of the highest summits in the Philippines to just mm-hmm. being bedridden. I thought, you know, I thought my yeah. life was over. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, man. It's like, it's like you being stripped of, of your voice or you being stripped of your, your passion yeah. or your inspiration to, to design. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's, it, I felt like I, I, I lost a, a limb, literally. And I thought I was going to lose a limb with my right knee, but turns out that I'm totally fine. But what really was damaging for me was, was my mindset. So somehow, again, I was able to get through that. I believe it was between eight to nine months of just feeling like shit about myself. And then one day, bro, I was on, I was on YouTube and I was browsing a few videos. And what happened was suddenly a video played on its own after an ad. So I kind of like had mm-hmm. YouTube in the background. And I was just, uh-huh. you know, being a watching YouTube and shit. And suddenly after an ad, a video played. And guess who the fuck was behind that YouTube video? It was Tony Robbins. So I, I, I know you know who Tony Robbins is. It was Tony yeah. Robbins, yeah, man. Tony. And yeah. yeah, and I think I think I think it was one of his um one of his seminars. I think it was Date with Destiny or or the Firework or something like that. I forget, but it was one of those seminars. It was recorded on YouTube, and he was talking about bouncing back from depression, bouncing back from adversity. And I, as I was watching this mm-hmm. this dude, this tall American dude, a middle aged dude, really giving it, giving his all in front of. Mm-hmm. Thousands of people. There must have been five, ten thousand people in that YouTube video. And then I thought to myself, I was like, "What the fuck? I, you know what? I, I can do that. I can do that." I thought to myself, if if Tony can talk about bouncing back from from depression, bouncing back from really hard times, bouncing back from what you thought was what you thought was your life was over, you know. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. I thought to myself, yeah, I could do that. So somehow. That YouTube video, it invigorated me. Somehow it sparked like a, I'm at a loss for words, but somehow it sparked like an inner revolution inside me and I was drawn to that cause. And I knew that if I didn't follow that cause or follow my internal GPS, that blinking little fucking voice, you know, within (laughs) me, do this, come here, follow me. If Uh I, I knew if I didn't follow that, once again, I would not be where I am today. So all roads lead to this exact moment right now. I'm with you right now, bro, Jay. That's why I'm so thankful and excited and enthusiastic for this moment. So fast forward a little bit. Just because I found my calling doesn't mean that everything else was going to be easy. And I think that's what a lot of creatives 100%. and a lot of yeah. entrepreneurs mistake. Like they think just because you have your why – just because you have your vision, just because you got yeah. a 5, 10, 20 year plan set up for you, just because you found your soul goal, doesn't mean that the universe is going to fucking give you everything on a silver platter. <laughs> 100%, you know, and, man. Right? Yeah. And I had to learn that the hard way as well. So fast forward to like 2018, where I finally um, got up off my lazy, lazy ass, man. And I was like, Okay, what am I going to do with all this energy? I felt like I was on top of the highest summit, my own summit. I was going through my own Everest, bro, and I felt like I finally reached the top. And now I'm looking down. I'm like, okay, what's next? So I was like, I want to I be like Tony. 
I want to be, I want to be a speaker. I want to, I want to motivate people. I want to encourage people. I want to be a trainer. You know, I want to talk in front of people. But the thing is, I, I didn't have any, I had zero public experience, man. I was so insecure when I started public speaking. Yeah. Yeah, If you had met me a little over three years ago, all right. I would not. That's interesting. I would be shaking crazy. Because like what you said earlier about being an introvert, believe it or not, brother, I am an introvert. I just learned how to be an extrovert. Can you believe gotcha. that shit? You know, yeah. I'm, I, yes, dude, uh-huh. I, I, I was an introvert. I was a little bit socially awkward at school. But, yeah, you know, socially awkward. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah. eventually uh, my definition for introversion had matured a little bit gotcha. and I was then empowered by it. And so... I positioned myself to to learn extroversion because extroversion really is a skill. And I knew that I needed the best of both worlds to be able uh-huh. to connect with, right? Gotcha. So what happened was I I was able to get a job uh, back in the BPO again. It was a it was one of one of the Fortune 500 companies here in the Philippines. And it was great. You know, I had I had a I had great benefits, great fucking salary, I gotta tell you. Benefits, salary, yeah. all of it was there. But at the same time, I felt like I had golden handcuffs on. You know what I mean? Because this mm-hmm. was I was still hearing that 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 voice call me fucking crazy, but I was still hearing that voice in my head, like, what are you doing? That's not that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be on stage moving people, shaking people, waking people the fuck up. So you need to wake the fuck yeah. up first. And whoa, you know, it was crazy. And, and you know, I, I did wake up. And what happened was I, um, so I resigned from my post. I think it was uh, six to eight months. I, w- I was back in the BBL. I was able to save up a little bit of money, resign from my post. And mm-hmm. um, so this is where the... So I'm just getting started, man. It, it, this is this is the fun part, okay? This yeah, is the that's real interesting. Entrepreneurial yeah. <laughs> journey, man. So this is what happened. So stay tuned, man. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I resigned from my post, I was left with one month's salary and also 30 days later, my, my back pay. So all in all, I had, I, I think it was 45000 like 45,000 pesos. That's like in dollars. What is that? Like 900, yeah. 800, 900 dollars, something yes. like that. Right. And then mm-hmm. us dollars. So, and then, um, of course I had to pay for, I had to pay for my bills. Right. I, once again, bootstrap. So I had to pay for my bills first. So I had to pay for, uh, my electricity bill, water, news, yeah. rent, uh, food. Gotta do, gotta do some groceries, <laughs> of course. And I, um, I also have a daughter, so now she's now she's mm-hmm. now she's nine years old. But back then she back then she was she was six. I believe she was six years old. So I had to give her I had to give her and her mother um enough money for at least two to three months. Basically, long story short, what what I was left with was ten thousand pesos, man, or two hundred dollars. <laughs> That's oh. what I was left. With. <laughs> okay, so I have I have what did you do? Zero yeah. experience. Yeah, so uh-huh. I have zero experience. In, in in public speaking, in starting a, a a startup with a with a professional market, a corporate market, and I had little to no venture capital. So can you feel my predicament here, Jace? A little bit, a little bit crazy. Yeah, and I yeah. know a lot yeah, of it's I resonating. Lot, yeah, yeah, I know a lot of creatives and entrepreneurs out there, not just in the Philippines, but everywhere. 
I know yeah, everybody here me. being in the situation that 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 I was in, you know, it, it's it's the feeling is crazy. You know, it's I always say entrepreneurs, creatives in the entrepreneur entrepreneurial arena, we're like gladiators, man. We are like yeah. fucking gladiators. <laughs> we are thrown out into the fray, and you never know. You could be, you could just be cut, and then that would be it. You, you really never know. Uncertainty. I mean, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be crazy to get into a business where any day, at any time, you could be done. Anything can, literally, anything can happen. Look what happened this year. Fucking pandemic, man. Can you? Mm. Nobody would have. Nobody could have foreseen that shit. It's it's crazy, right? But as gladiators as well, only the strong survive. So part of my journey had a lot of surviving, man. So I'm gonna get to that really quick. Just to, just to give a, a highlight of um, my journey. So yeah, uh, I had ten thousand bucks. Um, I went on. So the first thing that I needed to do was was I needed training. I needed someone to teach me. I needed mm-hmm. guidance. So I went on LinkedIn and created this fucking kick ass LinkedIn profile. You could search Alex <laughs> Spadolo. Find me there. Link For created sure. a kick ass. We will add that profile. on the show notes. Yeah. Thank you, man. So um, what happened was. I was on LinkedIn and I was just connecting with people, connecting with 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 professionals, all you know, from all over the world, all industries. And then eventually I narrowed down. I started connecting with business owners, startup owners. I started connecting with coaches, started connecting yeah. with mentors. So uh, I had all of these connections. Probably I was connecting with or attempting to connect with at least 200 people a day. Eventually, I ended up with a thousand plus connections, and I was like, "Okay, I got a thousand people who can possibly help me out. What do I do now?" So I went, I went on my laptop, got on my laptop rather, open, open my Notepad app, and I created like a like a script, if, like a script, practically what was the contents of the script. I wish I still had it. I would uh-huh. read it to you, but I don't have it anymore. But what it did say, it was, it was like I, I was, I was really just begging for people to teach me. <laughs> I was really just begging mentorship. for people. Yeah, for mentorship. Yeah, yeah. mentor gotcha. me. <laughs> Help me. This is my vision. Uh-huh. This is what I want to do. Uh-huh. All I have is this. You know, guide me. Guide me. Yeah. And I, I, I remember I, I messaged like I messaged like 200 people. 200 people, wow. man. All of the world. How many knows? And then, <laughs> what do you mean? How many? How many knows? In the, uh, not, a in lot, the... <laughs> not a lot, man. Not a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I actually don't even share this story to a lot of people, but, you know, I, I, I messaged over 200 people on LinkedIn before and about 50, uh-huh. 50 people responded. So yeah, they were like, oh, uh, you got to do this. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was awesome. Man. I, 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 you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to read this. You got to read that. You got to, you know, you got to um, have, have these tools, have those tools. You got to connect with this person, connect, connect with that person. So it was, it was all great, you know, but. Eventually, as time went by, that ten thousand pesos it it became nine thousand. Then it became eight. Then it became five. Then it became four. <laughs> so you know, it, I wasn't making any money, man. That, that's the thing about entrepreneurship as well. You know, you got to mm-hmm. go against the fucking tide. You know, gotcha. um, and I'll tell you all about that later on. But yeah, my resources they were, they, it was it was dwindling, and I wasn't getting any. I wasn't getting the immediate results that I needed to sustain my journey. So yeah, what mm-hmm. happened was um, I joined 
I after after you know talking with fifty people all around the globe, I joined a finally I joined a group here in the Philippines. It's called LinkedIn Local, LinkedIn Local Philippines. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but uh-huh. it's called LinkedIn Local, and it's a bunch of volunteers and advocates who help who help each other. You know, there are a bunch of professionals, entrepreneurs, and they just help each other out. So gotcha. mm-hmm. uh, I I think I messaged like twenty people there, and most of them didn't reply. <laughs> You know, and then I, I met with, I met with, I think I met with like, with, I think I met with like five or eight people out of the 20 that I messaged, I met with them. And so take note, I only had like 4,000 pesos in resources, yeah. less than a hundred dollars, but yeah, it's stressing. I, I really, <laughs> stressing yeah, it, it was out. crazy, but I, yeah, it's crazy, but I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about that. You know, I, I was thinking about what I could learn. Uh-huh. I yeah. put more value mm-hmm. in learning. 100%. And I think, I think a lot of creatives and entrepreneurs can resonate with me when I say putting value in, in learning, you know what I mean? So that, that's exactly what I did. Regardless if I had very, very little, you know, resources. So I met with, I met with these people and same, same story, man. You know, they were able to give me, give me advice, but it wasn't, Uh it wasn't actionable advice for me. It wasn't the kind of advice that would help me launch. You know, it wasn't the type of advice that that would help me create an action map, a roadmap. Okay. This is what you got to do. Then this is what you got to do. And then boom make money, you know, because I believe it or not, man, I, I needed to make money. Money, money was a big thing for me. Um, was, 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 was a big thing before me before, because I wouldn't be able to once again, sustain this, this journey that I got myself into yeah. <laughs> have any money. And of course I need to provide for my daughter. So to all the creatives and entrepreneurs out there, who's just starting, who has started or is thinking about starting. I don't even know how you do it with a family. I don't even know how I fucking did it. But kudos to you guys. That is crazy what you guys are doing. Absolutely powerful as well. You know, I just want to put that out there because I don't think they're appreciated enough. I know you got a family yourself, Jay. So kudos yeah, to you. Yeah, I have a daughter You're- as well. Yeah, yeah crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. So what happened was um this I, I this last person that I met with we met at a we met at a donut shop Krispy Kreme fucking donut shop and yeah, um mm-hmm. it was just supposed to be for coffee and I thought mm-hmm. it was just I thought it was just gonna be another another you know another meeting where I would get mm-hmm. I would get you know really cool advice but you know nothing yeah. that I could really I could really build on so I was mm-hmm. I was slipping a little you know I was um I was a little on the negative side but to my surprise we talked and talked and talked and he was like you know what I'm, I'm gonna give you a chance and so he gave me the opportunity to franchise his business for free so wow. it's like holy shit okay um and this is, is just it? based on action <laughs> angel investor <laughs> not even an angel investor man he didn't give me any money you know he was yeah, just like okay sure. i know you look resourceful enough and you look like you sent from heaven that, yeah <laughs> An angel. Okay, let's just leave. Angel, period. He was like, you look yeah. like you want this shit bad enough and you know, you, you want to be a public speaker. Okay, one of the things that I believe you need to become a public speaker, you know, you need, you need, you need something to back you up, right? So yeah, if you call yourself an entrepreneur, so how are you walking the walk? What, what, what service do you have? What product do you have? And so he let me, he let me franchise his business for free. But I just had to really come up with all of the resources to put up the office and gotcha. also market and all, all of that. So I was, I was given the key. 
I just really needed to put together put together the funds and everything that I needed to put together to really lift this franchise off the ground. And for context, this franchise is also in people development. So what we sell, we sell a service. We 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 pretty much sell confidence. So we teach people how to how to we teach people public speaking and we teach them confidence in public speaking. And gotcha. so that was like two you know, I, I was able to hit two birds with one stone. Not only did I get the training to, be, to become an exceptional public speaker, but also uh-huh. I got business in return. <clears throat> so it was yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. At the brink of having little to no more resources, I was offered this. But of course, I wasn't out of the woods yet. It only gets better. So here we go, man. Um, uh, <laughs> I didn't. So fast forward, uh-huh. um, I was able to... To come up with the funds, I'm borrowed money, borrowed money here, here, borrowed money there. I took up a few rack, rackets here, took up a few rackets there. I guess the most, probably the most humbling thing that I did to come up with, to come up with extra funds was that I would, because I live in a condominium, right? Yeah. And I'm, it's, it's not a particularly expensive condominium because we're just outside of the city. So the main city rather. So um, and it, it's it's awkward to admit this, but I would go to the garbage chute of every floor and collect collect fucking bottles and plastics, put it in a suitcase, go to the nearby fucking junk shop. What can you give me for this? And I would I would get I would get like like spare fucking change, man. Not even a hundred pesos, not even two dollars. But the that one hundred pesos, that two dollars was enough for me to 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 commute. From where I live to the to the to to my office w- w- to the main city, uh-huh. so that's what I would yeah. fucking do every goddamn day, man. Um, <laughs> I would like go to the garbage chute every floor. There's ten floors in my building, and I would you know I would gather people's trash, put it in a suitcase, and then walk all the way to the junk shop. And, and eventually, I got to know the the owner, and he was like, okay, you know, um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a little lecture until he asked me, what do you do anyway? And then I'm like, you know, I'm I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> so he's like, really? Do entrepreneurs do this? And that's what I want to highlight. You know, so people see yeah. entrepreneurship as fucking. I think people just see the good side of entrepreneurship. 100%, people see what yeah. we post on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, like, oh shit, this guy, this girl, they've got it good. They've got this car, they've got this house, they're living, you know, they're living well and all that. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there, you know, fight me if you will. But this is the dark side of entrepreneurship that the lot of you will probably have to go through, which is exactly why I don't recommend entrepreneurship. You know, I, I, I like to think of myself as a good judge of character. I could really see if you've got that grit and passion. I yeah. know because I've got it. And sometimes you could just really see right. You could just really see through people, you know. And sometimes people might consider me as a fucking douchebag for that. Like, dude, man, you, you're, you're the most fucking, you're the most fucking arrogant person I've ever met. But little did they mm-hmm. know that I had to really build up this all the strength and confidence in myself to get to where I am now. So going yeah. back, that <laughs> damn garbage shoot to the junk shop, junk shop owner. His name is Edgar. And Mr. Mr. Edgar, I I don't even know what his fucking last name last name is, but I'm uh, Mr. Edgar, and he was like, okay, I'll I'll give you a little something extra. I was like, great. I, I was so thankful for that. And what what I would eat every day was either 
was either oatmeal three fucking times a day or I would eat like half rice, which costs like five pesos. And yeah. mm-hmm. I would eat, I would eat, I would eat a half order of vegetables, which cost 10 pesos. So I, I, I would either eat three meals, oatmeal, uh, three meals, oatmeal, or one meal, half rice and half an order of vegetables. So I had a lean fucking body, but you know what I mean? Um, it was crazy. You know, it was crazy. Um, because, <laughs> because I, I was just so fucking, I was just so fucking hungry all of the time. Yeah. In the literal sense, man, I, I was, I was so hungry. Oh my God. <laughs> but, but the hunger that really prevailed was my hunger to succeed, my hunger mm-hmm. to learn, you know, my hunger to progress. And I followed that. I fed that more. I fed that hunger more. Right. So, uh, um, and then fast forward a little bit later and for additional context, I didn't close my first sale until nine months later. <laughs> I did not close my first sale until nine months later. So I actually don't know how I was able to make it to the nine months. Once again, this was a bootstrap franchise, bootstrap startup. I'm teaching people public speaking. And I was, I was, yeah. I was talking. Yeah, it was great. You know, I was talking. I was talking in front of a lot of people. But at the back of my mind, man, you're, you're fucking poor. You know, you, it's, it's, you have no sales. You're doing, you're doing speaking engagements for free. It's, uh, you know, and then you're thinking about motivation. It's, you know, there was this conflict, man. And then this guy, this guy freaking walks in my, walks in my office. And I was like, uh, are, you, are you lost? I was so, you know, a, a prospect or a customer walking into my office was so fucking alien yeah. to me. Are, are you right. lost? Do you need direct? Like, no, I'm here to inquire. And I was like, holy shit. And then, yeah, you know, I was able to, I was able to close my first sale um, pay a bit of bills, uh, eat, eat a proper meal, get a good night's sleep. But obviously that, obviously that wasn't end of that. That wasn't the end of that gauntlet. Basically the, the struggles. And, and I believe this is one thing that you would like to know about me, Jay, right? Because this really defines my character as an entrepreneur. One of the biggest struggles I had was when I was first starting, especially the first nine months when I didn't, when I, you know, had no sales at all what i would do was freaking guerrilla warfare man um you know how i did my marketing so i couldn't afford obviously i couldn't afford ads so what i did Mm -hmm. was next to next to my small fucking office there was this there was this very cheeky very sweet old lady and Mm -hmm. she had a food hall right gotcha and and during lunchtime people would just swarm her food stall and and I I had this makeshift tarpaulin of, of my franchise, and ah. I was like, and I went up to her and I was like, is it okay if I can put up you know put up my 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 tarpaulin in front in front of your food stall? And I was like, that was one of the most humbling experiences ever as well. And she was like, yeah yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Wow, you know, um, so so it's that Amazing. office. I was like, yeah. So you know, um, that. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the first um, the first client or prospect that came in, the first sale that I closed, I was like, "How'd you how'd you find out about us?" Oh, I, I eat all the time at that at that food stall um, for lunch, and and I saw I saw I saw your business, and I didn't know that it was just right next door, so I decided to walk in because um, I actually have a presentation coming up, and I'm a little bit nervous, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're my you're my best client." 
you know, uh, it was a that that climb it's was amazing. already warm to begin with, and yeah, that's that's a story about that. So also remember, remember, I had to I had to go through some some garbage shoots to to get commute money. So there were some days where there were just there was just no more fucking bottles or plastics for me to get. <laughs> yeah. It fucking ran out. I don't know what happened, but. <laughs> Uh, somehow the garbage chute ran out of plastics and bottles so eventually yeah. i had to stop stop staying in my house and, and start staying in my office because i had a so i had this overdue electricity bill and i i think i had just enough money to pay for the electricity bill to, to turn it back on or gotcha. what i could mm-hmm. or, or leave it on rather or or what i could do was i could i could use that money and then instead of using that money to like pay for the electricity or, or commute, I could just mm-hmm. stay in stay in my office. So obviously I, I chose the latter, man. So I, I started sleeping in my office. My landlady was fucking pissed off. You can't sleep here. You can't sleep here. I'm like, it's it's just for a few days. I, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm just, I'm just having I'm just having a little bit of a hard time. You know, just just give me just give me a break. And I was the one who was pissed. So I'm sorry to my landlady before, but you know, I, I was just going through some shit, man. And, and and another humbling experience or another struggle that I, I would go through. So um the the restroom, the bathroom was I, I didn't have a restroom in, in my office. I had a I had a pretty small office. So it, it, the the bathroom was was outside of the office, outside of the office, but within the compound of, of where my office was. So it was a public restroom and the compound uh, where my office, where my office was, was surrounded by a lot of Korean restaurants. So there were a lot of people going in, a, in and out of the restroom at mm-hmm. any time. So I had to yeah. like wake up early enough where people aren't going in and out of the restroom. And I, that's that was four thirty in the morning, by the way, because yeah. um, the conference <laughs> opens at five, and then people are just going in and out, fucking everywhere. So. Um, I had to like wake up at 4:30, do my thing in the restroom, take a goddamn shower using the bidet. That's why every time I see a bidet in the restroom, I'm like, "Yo, that's oh my God. that's what's up. You guys got a bidet? You deserve that." You know, I was in ice cold fucking showers in the bidet every day for like for like two weeks until that golden client, um, that golden client, um, came in. So that's a little bit about that's a little bit about some of the struggles yeah. that I went through, yeah. and that this franchise, mm-hmm. um, to cut it short, this this franchise is what I use to build uh, my main business called I Influence uh-huh. Institute or I Three for short, which is really all about stress and adversity management because I live that uh-huh. man. So yeah. I'm st- I still own the franchise up until until now. I actually just renewed my contract Amazing, with man. with my LinkedIn mentor. We we went on to became to become great. We're fucking family, you know. We yeah. went on to become great friends. His name is JC. Uh, I'm gonna give him a shout out here. We want to become great friends, and he continues to to mentor me, to to advise me. He he's always he has always had my back since day one, and I think that's one thing, one piece of advice yeah. that I could give with the creatives and entrepreneurs out. Mm-hmm. there there you have just one person who believes in you that that's enough to get started yeah, i mean this guy see <laughs> he was he was my rock those times you know he really believed in me and and you know i was through this franchise i was able to build i was able to build i influence institute Finally, I was able to build, um, eventually met my fiance in 2020, three years later. We built a podcast wow. together and my recent <laughs> so um, bootstrap startup uh, called New York City Manila Speaker Summit. Um, it's a virtual conference organized both in New York, USA and Manila, Philippines. We're all about uh, social upliftment. We're going to have a 
virtual conference this December 19. And that's going to be one conduit for me to really, really use my voice to provide social upliftment, motivation, encouragement to help people look forward to 2021. So basically, that's what I've been through and where I'm at now, man. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow, that's talk- amazing, man. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, crazy. Yeah. I just wanted to highlight uh, for those who are listening, I think one of the best things that we can learn from Alex's journey is that, you know, the you know, being resourceful, right? So whatever resources you have right now, right? Whatever you, you uh, whatever passion project or passion uh, that you want to uh, really learn or probably really grow if you have a brand or business. I think, you know, uh, that's really, re- really resonating with me, you know, thinking a lot of uh, struggles with uh, how Alex uh, explained his journey. I think that's, that's, that's freaking awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, I think yeah. it was Tony Robbins that mm. said, yeah, I think it was uh-huh. Tony Robbins himself that said, you know, it's, it's not about your resources. It's about being resourceful. Yeah. And, and yeah. a lot of people... A lot of people mistake that if you have enough resources, you could, you could, you know, you could be successful as a creative mm-hmm. or as an entrepreneur. And that's a fatal mistake that you can make because, you know, resources, that's not even half the game. It's really about psychology. It's, it's about, it's about mindset. It's about the perfect balance between knowledge and execution. One thing that I learned in my journey is that knowledge is only as powerful as execution yeah you know 100%. so absolutely uh-huh. man and and yeah you know it, it's just it's just all about it's just all about i'm um, all about your mindset as well i believe that when well what happened to me as well when i started in entrepreneurship is that my mind changed about a lot of things and because my mm-hmm. mind changed about a lot of things i also lost some friends <laughs> I lost a lot of friends along along the way. I'm talking about great friends, man. Um, uh-huh. friends that were friends that I have been with for a little over ten years. You know, yeah. so you, you you evolve as a creative and as an entrepreneur, and people will come and go. You'll find out that people will come and go yeah. because of the way you think. But then eventually, just like with what happened with Jay Christ and me, once again, I, I told Jay Christ earlier before this interview, I'm like, why didn't we meet earlier, man? <laughs> but eventually, sure. you will meet. People just like you who will uplift you and support you. So thank you for that, Jay. Hundred percent, man. And it's an honor to have you on the show. And actually, uh, parang ano, uh, parang we're uh, we're a brother from a different mother. So for sure, <laughs> from another mother, right? So I, I think sure. that's really, really, you know, that's super interesting to really share your journey about that. And you, you are doing now, right? The business development, sales, and you know, of course, the number one thing that you are really, really good at is motivating mm-hmm. others. Uh, yeah. I just want to uh, really, uh, really try to dig deeper about business development, sales, and most of the time, Filipino creatives, especially Filipino creatives, right? We don't have Absolutely. these skills, right? <laughs> we, you yeah, know, I, I'm. I'm, so, I'm Super, you know, mm-hmm. I'm super, um, I'm super being honest with with this one, and I I want to really dig deeper about this. How do you, you know, develop this uh uh sales skills, right? So sales strategy, and what's your uh best practical advice for every creative or aspiring creative entrepreneurs out there? I love that question, absolutely. So here we go. I believe, and not, not everyone might agree with me here. I believe the most important thing in business, especially if you're a startup, especially if you're a bootstrap startup, 
like like myself and and Jay Christ, you need you need sales because sales will help sustain you for you to be able to continue this wonderful life changing journey of entrepreneurship. You need sustenance. Sales will help you do that. Along the way, I have learned certain techniques to, to help me become a better closer, but not only that, to help me connect with people more. So to answer your question, Jay, about sales, if there's a practical advice that I can give creatives and entrepreneurs right now, is that you need to change your mindset about sales. For example, if I ask you, what is sales? You know, when I say the word sales, what's the first thing that comes into your mind? So take a take a minute, take ten seconds to like reflect on that. And if what's coming what's coming in your mind right now is money, sales targets, closing, phone calls, and all of that, I'm not saying that's wrong, but you're not getting the point because sales is about connecting with people. And gotcha. over the years, I learned how to connect with people better. Therefore, that made me a better salesman. Have you ever met a creative or an entrepreneur, Jay, and they just sounded so salesy? It's, it's a little awkward. Yeah. Right? It's a little yeah, awkward. Sure. Like, like they got this fucking script and you know they're just copy-pasting yeah. scripts, chatting <laughs> all of their leads, chatting all of their prospects, or like they're just you know they're just telling. Do you, you want me to drop names, man? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not, we're not like that. We're not like that. I think. No, I for think, sure. I, yeah, for real, man. We don't need to because it's gonna be a long list of names. <laughs> but what's important is what's important here is that um, some people will do that, man. Once again, the yeah. copy-paste mm-hmm. uh, with the chats and then. And all of it, or or most of the time, what happens is they they make you feel bad for your own business process. That you need my product, or you need my service to to become successful. And it's all to me and fight me. It's all fucking bullshit. How how can you connect with people like that? That's that's not sales. You know what I mean? Change your mind about sales. Sales is about connecting with people. Sales is about being human. You want to know how to be more human in sales? Here's another piece of practical advice for you. And it's in the form of a question. So let's say you're a startup owner. Let's say you're a creative looking to get more clients or what have you. If you've got a product or service and you want to push it in the market, ask yourself this question. What is it like to be on the receiving end of me? Once again, what's it like (laughs) to be on the receiving end of me? So you're like talking, talking 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 to a prospect. But imagine if that prospect was you. How would you react to you? Okay, and and based on that empowering question, you could fix a lot of your problems about how you connect or how you make sales. There you go. That's yeah, how. 100%. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, that, that's really, really. I think that's a value bomb right there. And thank you so much for sharing that. And I think a lot of people should really, you know, should really change, you know, this mindset of. Uh, trying to have the transactional uh, you know approach right so right now yeah. uh, the landscape is changing right so we are you know we need to really build meaningful relationship like what Alex said and I think that's that's the you know to really connect with the people you admire right so the people uh, sure. that might help you right so and provide value don't ask with anything I think karma is good business right so and Absolutely. I think that's one you of the main... drop a coin in the karma <laughs> bank every <laughs> day. Sure. 
Yeah, for sure, man. I, I think that's uh that's the most important uh the most essential things that I've learned from uh, talking with Alex as well, uh offline and online, right? So and uh, uh and uh, I think that's you know I think you've shared a lot of value, man, and I'm super grateful to have you on the show. And I, I have a few questions, and I'm really, really, you know, I'm really enjoying this conversation. Yeah, right. And pick my mind, um, man. Go ahead. <laughs> for sure, man. And. Uh, Uh, with 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 regards to you know um, creating value right so and you know motivating others right so I think it's it's really you know it's something that uh, sometimes you know it's really hard right so if if uh, 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 I think entrepreneurship as well is not for everyone right so I think it's no not for everyone uh, and uh, how do you you know what and how do you you know what I mean it's if it's, it's something like uh, How do you fight those internal struggles, right? Like I know, and we know, right? So yeah, uh, there's an external factors, right? So it's existing, right? The environment, the culture, the society, these things that society imprints on us, right? So and for every creatives out there, you know, entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs who really, really probably passionate, but you know, trying to. Uh, overcome those internal challenges they have sure. right now, or those yeah, those demons, right? Those I'd demons that, that. probably yeah. uh, those demons that are saying this negative stuff, right? Negative shits, right? And how do you overcome those, right? So can you can you share share your you know insights about that? I would love to, and you know, just to resonate with with everyone, I, I think all of us have our own demons, and yeah. it can mm-hmm. it can get a little you know it can get a little out of hand sometimes, especially. When I was starting out as a business owner slash public speaker, so when I started out as a public speaker, the first my first speaking engagement was 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 at a school. My second speaking engagement, I opened up for a a famous speaker here here in Manila, Philippines, and then um, I also during that opening, another speaker spoke alongside me, and that second engagement really really made visible these demons that we were talking about this insecurity <laughs> that we're talking about because uh-huh. that other speaker who opened alongside me for the other famous speaker he he had all the credentials man he was like he, uh. I, he was like he had all the letters after his fucking name <laughs> all the Shit. letters after his name more than uh, more than 20 years experience oh, doing this shit and that shit yeah. right and and then and then yeah. you have me and then you have alex padrone motivational speaker <laughs> and i was take note i was only like i think i was like 28 or, or yeah i think uh-huh. i was like 28 going 29 years old at that time man this guy was like in his middle middle aged guy really knows what the hell he's doing so <laughs> um that you know i'm like wow I, you know yeah i'm here It, it's it's cool i'm here that i'm sharing this the stage with these giants but to be real with everyone out there i felt a lot of insecurity i felt like i was not good enough I felt like I was not worthy enough. I felt like I was gonna fucking choke. I felt like uh-huh. no words were gonna come out of my mouth during that engagement. So I had um I had a very short duration to speak. Like I think it was just I think it was just like 15 minutes to talk. You know, just to really motivate people and hype people up for the um for the for the for the next speaker. But uh, like I said, this this other established speaker spoke before me. Okay. And uh-huh. I was like, man, how? What am I gonna do? But what happened was 
I was, instead of paying attention to him, instead of paying attention to that speaker, I paid attention to the audience. And what I learned from the audience that time was like, the speaker couldn't really connect with them. The speaker, you know, or rather the audience couldn't reach the speaker. The, the speaker kind of put himself in into in a pretty high pedestal. You know, yeah. I'm successful. I have reached this. You need to listen to what I say, and this is what you need to fucking do. Pretty much that was what happened. And I was like, okay. I was like, you know what? You got you got all those letters. You know, after your name, you got all this experience in corporate. You 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 did this. You did that, and that's fucking great. But you know what? I have been picking fucking trash for the better. Yeah. Part of almost nine months. I had I chose to sleep in my office over my own home. I have been taking a shower in ice cold bathroom water for almost nine yeah. fucking months. I talked to the wonderful lady with the food stall if she can put up my tarpaulin for marketing. You don't have that. I have yeah. that. So what I ended up doing, and this is the practical advice that I'm about to give, you need to celebrate yourself celebrate yourself more gotcha. because there are things that you have been through that no one else fucking has and what happened to me yeah. was i got on that stage and i was completely authentic i was completely vulnerable and i was able to level with my audience i didn't put myself on a pedestal i i, I what i did was so there was a stage and the audience was, was at the bottom of the stage i i literally i got off the stage and I was walking among the audience. That's exactly, exactly what I did. And I was able to level with them. And they were, they were able to connect with me. Uh -huh. And there was just this wonderful flow between the audience and I. And in that 15 minutes, I could say that I was truly myself. I could say that I was truly myself. So here's my advice to you about the inner struggle about the those demons you know they don't try to get rid of it it'll always be there pay attention to it celebrate uh -huh. it these experiences that you go through are unique to you they are empowering if you know how to communicate it that way one way to communicate your pain in an empowering way is to once again um, answer a question that i'm about to ask you where are you allocating your pain once again Good. Where are you allocating your pain? So here's a favorite quote that I like to share. It's called, choose your discomfort. And guess what, guys? Failure, that shit is uncomfortable. Failure is very uncomfortable. Success, that's also uncomfortable. So why not just go for success anyway? If you're going to experience that discomfort, you 100%. could actually <laughs> choose it. Choose your discomfort. It's going to be painful either way. To experience failure, that's uncomfortable, that's painful. To experience, to, or rather go for success, that's uncomfortable, that's painful. Where are you allocating your pain? Where are you allocating the pain of your inner struggle? Guys, the gotcha. pain of your inner struggle, that's energy. That is raw mm -hmm. energy. If you use that raw energy to drive you to where you want to be, I guarantee you, you will get there extremely fast, faster than you think. What most tend to do is that they tend to allocate their pain or their insecurities into, into more stress, into self-paralysis. And you know what? With that being said, choose your discomfort. Guarantee you, if you go for success, if you choose success, if you choose to step out of your comfort zone and into your courage zone, 
and you allocate the pain of your inner struggles there, I promise you, you will get there as fast as possible. Once again, faster than you think. That's what happened to me. Man, that's super valuable. Thank <laughs> you for sharing that. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really asking myself, where have you been, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, uh, likewise, well, likewise. we just met, right? Right, and I think that's the you know that's the most powerful advice that you know that everyone could get. Uh, for anyone who are listening, I think if you're you know if you're really struggling right now, if you're trying to really overcome those demons, and uh, I don't know if if you still you know procrastinating, right? Probably this yeah. would really really helpful, and uh, I, I think for me it's really helpful because the energy of Alex, it's you know it's uh, it's tremendous yeah. right it's i make sure to make it rain man. out there man i make sure to fucking make <laughs> it rain you, out there it's, it's it's raining here right so it's, so yeah and uh, just a little you know before we wrap up the show man uh, you know i'm it's it's going to and um, i just uh, i just noticed that we are uh, yeah, uh, uh, we're talking day. you know <laughs> we're talking one hour already right but you know i have a few questions uh, before we wrap up this show but with with regards to you know uh you know if everyone's you know uh out there that probably has this uh, this passion to really uh go out there and challenge the status quo right so you've mentioned that you know you have Never. a healthy yeah. dis- dissatisfaction with the status quo right and how how c- can you share a little bit how how is how does it start? Started right, especially for Filipinos who you know, you know, shy, introverted, Asian guy who you know okay. grow up in. Yeah, you I know, got it. Uh, I got it. All right, very Asian traditional, family. very closed very off. Tradition. Yeah, I yeah. got it. Okay. Okay. Can you share uh, a little bit about that? Well, you know, what what's your insights about that? What's your energy that mm-hmm. you want to share for everyone who are Absolutely, listening? Absolutely, Jay. So just like you, I'm. I was a well, I am an introvert, learned extrovert, right? So uh, yeah. I was a little bit closed off as well. It was difficult for me to become uh, socially acceptable. <laughs> socially acceptable, I guess. <laughs> and and part part of my part of my branding, not just as an entrepreneur, but as a maverick entrepreneur, as a uh-huh. maverick. So a maverick, once again, is like a like a rebel in in, in whatever area the maverick is in. Okay. And having a healthy dissatisfaction with the status quo. And if you want to do the same, let me tell you where it started for me. It started with, and I think this is the perfect transition to the previous question, because for me, it started becoming a maverick or disrupting the status quo. For me, started with my insecurities. Like yeah. back when, back when, back when I was just starting out as an entrepreneur, no one wanted to hire me. <laughs> no one wanted to freaking like who the hell are you man you didn't finish college you don't have any letters after your name you don't have you, you only got four you know four years of experience of this and you you telling me we should hire you and pay you this amount of money you must be crazy as hell they're right about one thing i am crazy as hell so what i did was okay if y'all aren't gonna if y'all are not gonna hire alex padrone I'm just going to create my own event. That's what yeah. I'm going to do. Okay? So, guys, what is the status quo right now? Okay? Can you step out of that and create your own standards for it? Once again, I'm going to give you a question to reflect. Can you step out of the status quo and change it? How can you make it better? How can you add your own flavor to it? You can actually do that. This is how I came up, along with my co-founder, came up with the idea of New York City Manila Speaker Summit. 
Now, there are a lot of virtual yeah. conference out there, virtual conferences out there, and the year 2020 is about to end, so a lot of virtual conferences are popping up. And I applied for them. I was like, hey, I maybe are you guys looking for a speaker? I could talk about this, I could talk about that, really add energy and value to your virtual conference. And they were like, ah, uh, we, we found some, someone else. And they're like, ah, I, we don't think that we could use your expertise for this particular virtual conference. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, you know what? If you guys don't want to hire me, I'm just going to create my own. And that's what I think. You know? Yeah, create so, your own opportunity, right? Exactly. So, break down those freaking amazing, doors. Man. Break down yeah. those limiting beliefs. There's one thing, one trait, if you decide to take, down, take on the maverick path, is that you got to go bold. You really got to disrupt gotcha. all caps. Gotcha. You really got to disrupt the status yeah. quo. Like, hey, man, you're <laughs> not going to hire disrupt. me? Then yeah. I'm going to, you know, put up my own company instead. Okay, hey, man, you're not going to hire me for your conference? Okay, I'm going to start my own conference instead. You got to go bold. And you know what? It, it's, it's crazy to do that. Once again, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm, I'm, that I'm not crazy. I am crazy. And, you know, if, 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 <laughs> If you're a maverick, you gotta have a little cuckoo in your head, man. But it's 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 been very very rewarding for me because I was able to really you know push the industry forward, push the industry forward. I was able to really expand it, and that's exactly what we're going to do with New York City Manila Speakers Summit yeah. this December nineteenth. That's exactly that's what amazing, right? Yeah, that's amazing for anyone who are you know uh, who are. Trying to really overcome those challenges, those limiting beliefs. I think uh, Alex would really help For you, sure. right? And uh, uh, he's a bootstrap startup veteran. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Where did you? Yeah. Uh, you know? Just reach out to him and you know uh, Thank you. DM him, that. right? And uh, yeah, I think we. Uh, I think you know it's it's really really valuable, man. Thank you so much for all the insights, for all the knowledge, for the journey Anytime. you've shared, for being Anytime. vulnerable, right? Yeah. For being vulnerable with, with the TDLS audience, right? And uh, before we wrap up the show, what's your best practical advice for in general, right? For those uh, for those who are listening right now, uh, if uh, you know for uh, for anyone who has nine to five job who want to transition from to mm -hmm. being an entrepreneur, or for those creatives who want to be more you know uh, business savvy right or you know to, yeah. to really run their own show right <laughs> run their own life and design yeah, the life exactly. they really deserve exactly. i think that's the, that's the most important part here what's your best practical advice for them yeah man i agree with you that you know eventually people want to be everything that that you just said eventually people work to be everything that you just said and in fact i had already given this piece of practical advice earlier but i'm going to say it again to reinforce it Choose your discomfort. Choose your discomfort. If you're working in a nine to five, you might be uncomfortable. If you're working in a nine to five and you want to start, you want to start a business that's especially uncomfortable. Starting a business, especially uncomfortable. Choose your discomfort. If you want to look in the transition to a new job, if you want to be like Jay Christ, a designer, a creative podcaster, all out amazing dude, choose your discomfort. Because guys, I'm going to give it to you, give you the bullet right now entrepreneurship, being a creative anywhere in the world, it, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. But if you have that internal GPS like I had where 
constantly. There's a blinking fucking light within you telling you, do this, do this, go here, let's do this. If you don't, if you don't follow that, if you ignore that internal GPS, you might regret it. And the last thing that I would want anyone to have is a life of regrets. So choose your discomfort. Failure is uncomfortable. Success is uncomfortable anyway. You might as well go for success. There you go. That's pretty much it, man. That's really amazing, man. Thank you so much for sharing all of those value vamps. I think that's the that's the keyword here, value vamps for for love Alex Fedron. Uh, really, really love that. Thank you so much, uh, man, for dropping by on the podcast and uh, uh, for the, for everyone who wants to you know uh, follow your journey, pa- uh, probably ask some questions, right? Yeah. Bug you. <laughs> yeah, Bug you some go ahead, man. Questions. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Especially for introverts people. out there, for uh, entrepreneurs, aspiring creatives, entrepreneurs out there. Where's your, uh, you know, what's your, what's the link where they can find you? It's easiest to reach me on Facebook or Instagram. So just search for Alex Padron. There's only one me out there anyway. If you want the at, it's at A E J R Padron. That's A E J R P E D R O N. I look forward to answering um, more questions that you have. If you need motivation, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. So, yeah, it was just really great to share my story here, Jay Christ. And Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm just really looking forward to what next year ha- has to bring for all of us. And, yeah. We'll see yeah. you then. Thanks, man, for you know for afflicting all the you know all the listeners right now. So for those who are listening right now, uh, all the links are all the things that we've mentioned here on the podcast. You know the useful, essential things that uh, you want to check. You can check that out on our show notes below. And nice. uh, the podcast, right? So I have great news, Alex. So you know this is the. Uh, I think you're the second. Uh, guest that I've uh, told this or that, that really? I'm telling this right so uh-huh. uh, the podcast is now available on Amazon Music you can listen uh, nice. through well Audible done. right so and for those who are listening you can check that out as well on major podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Spotify right and uh, on any of your favorite podcasting app actually and you can check the official website at thedesignliveshow.com and check all the amazing insights you know the change makers right so the innovators the motivators like this uh episode with alex it's really really (laughs) you know uh tremendous right and it's really really massive uh value for everyone who really try to um, make that jump right to really create their own to design the life or business they really deserve so again once again man thank you so much for dropping by on the podcast and talk to you soon thank you And that's it. So thank you so much guys for listening again to the podcast and I really appreciate it. For those people who are asking me on how to support the podcast, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So in that way, you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. You can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of contents. You can also support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristteves.com forward slash donate or patreon.com forward slash tdls. And you can also shop courses and tools online to design the life you really deserve by visiting my shop at shop.jchristteves.com. 
and you can book a call today i don't buy it just let me know guys so the last one would be also by listening and to all the podcast episode and previous episode and however you support my message uh, how however small that is uh, more than enough and it means the world to me so thank you so much and see you again next time